now that you have nothing like your rock bottom if you flip the perception it means that you have no ties so you have the freedom to change you have the freedom to start from scratch and start something new let's start this thing full Hello, welcome back to Us Duo Podcast, podcast where we aim to build better mindset for better relationships. Yeah, yeah. Whether this is to improve the relationship with yourself or with those around you. That's it. So let's get started. Yeah. So this one is a little bit of a different take of what we usually do, but the reason why we are going to do this one, it's about a K-drama, which we have Mm. been immersing ourselves in just watching all the K-dramas that exist on Netflix. Addictive, addictive. They're so good. But this one specifically that we're going to talk about is a drama called Tomorrow. And the reason why we brought this onto the podcast is just the story behind it and why we loved it. And it's about, what's it about? It's about a young lad who basically... Young lad. Yeah, a young... young, A young buck. A young buck who basically, (laughs) you know, just... He's trying to figure out himself throughout his career. Yeah, but he's he's a, essentially a struggling job yeah, seeker. Like struggling job seeker. Trying to find jobs. He's been getting rejected many times, which I'm sure everyone has gone through the same thing when you're just graduated. Yeah, but he eventually attempts to save. No, so he then got into an accident which got him into a coma. Yeah, f- saving someone. Remember, he was saving someone and then he got into an accident. Yeah, he was saving someone who was attempting to commit suicide and then he got himself into a coma. Yeah, strange story. But long story short, he ends up joining a department, um, an afterlife department. So the corporation is just full of grim reapers, but not your typical stereotype stereotypical view of a groom reaper with a hoodie and like the flapping yeah, not capes the scary looking shit. and what's that thingy called the pick you know how they hold that stick uh it's called a, a scythe or something like that. yeah whatever yeah yeah so they just look like everyday corporate people in a large building with very many departments yeah so the department that he actually ends up joining is what is it called the s- special s- crisis department Something like that. Yep, which focuses on um, saving and preventing suicides uh, in the human life. Mm. And while he's in a coma, like he got the opportunity from this god who is the main, I guess, CEO of this Grim Reaper corporate business building, gave him the opportunity to join this department while he's in a coma. So he's half spirit, half human. And if he does this job, it allows him to go back to Earth earlier, like in a shorter time span. Yeah, his recovery time is quicker. But the reason why we like this drama, outside of that, is fantasy. So it was a supernatural fantasy webtoon that turned into a drama. But the story behind it is really just helping people find purpose of life within the most challenging times. So you may feel like, your life is ended, your life is ruined, and that is what people will feel like. There's nothing left for me on this earth, and you may decide to suicide. Yeah, or end, end your life, basically. The, this department that they joined, they actually talk a lot of sense into you as you're you know, feeling like you need to end your life. 
but the, just the messaging and the purpose and all the stuff that they instill into you to make sure you stay here and not and find more purpose within outside of what you felt like you only had it was just really powerful really strong yeah and it comes down to the mindset um behind it as well yeah. which is what they're trying to enforce and what makes it more interesting though because it is a big corporation so there is this other department that they have and they are essentially literally grim reapers the ones that you think of they're competing with this other department and they're completely opposite so they are your stereotypical grim reaper where they are just there to to take people's lives basically you no know, collect the spirits collect it, and yeah. bring them to the afterlife so what makes it interesting is that that this story has that twist where there is a department where they are out there to help these people who are thinking of committing suicide and just bringing purpose back to their life to help save them. Yeah, which basically summarizes what this K-drama is. So, yeah, that's the reason why we love this and we love the message. But what was your biggest takeaway? Yeah, the, I found the drama was actually really <laughs> relax there, mate, relax. Um, you don't see many dramas like this. And I think the overall messaging was powerful because you see different stories of different people of all walks in life basically face the same thing, which is they just lose purpose in life. They basically hit rock bottom and they decide to want to, you know, end their life, which is such a, a sad way to do things and, and is morbid. So the big takeaway from the actual K drama itself was how they approach those situations and how they would try to motivate people out of that mentality in try and I would say educate them in some way to think better, think smarter and think of alternatives rather than just hitting rock bottom and that's it. No, there's always a way essentially. Yeah, there's always a way and the way they articulated different walks of life I felt was really interesting. I think the type of situations and scenarios that they put into this drama is very relatable. Like the each case that they have, so each case as in the suicidal people that they had to save, they are quite relatable. You can see people like multimillionaires who's lost their business or like people who had a family, lost it all, or, you know. Yeah, it goes from average Joe people to like your high-end people. Yeah, just everything. Like people you see on the news, like it's all relatable people and just seeing their point of view where they feel very lost but then – these grim reapers to come in and be like, no, you haven't lost everything. You still got this, this, and this. And it's kind of like showing them their grat- things that they could be grat- grateful for or counting their blessing for them when you feel lost in life. And also outside of that, why I loved it is these grim reapers themselves, they have their own problems. Like they have their own stories that they need to work through. So some of these cases are very triggering for them because they've walked through similar stories. But for a normal person, say you really wanted to take revenge of someone who may have abused your daughter or something, and that happened to one of the Grim Reapers, they can't go and you know easily go and kill the bad person. They have to think of what they're here for as a job, and it's to save the person who wants to kill themselves rather than going to kill the, the actual bad person. So it's like thinking the bigger picture rather than thinking about this person was right and that person was wrong and I'm going to hurt the wrong person. It's not just the bigger picture. It's more about the the repercussions of making that ultimate decision. Yeah. So what's your true intentions and what you're actually trying to achieve, but also considering what the repercussions are. Majority of So what you are saying is 
majority of these Grim Reapers have already walked through these situations themselves. So they know what it's like in terms of the repercussions. So the fact that they see these similar stories and can relate, they are doing their best to essentially prevent others from experiencing that same shit they put themselves in through. Yeah, but at the same time, like it's so triggering for them that you could easily be like, I'm going to help you as well because I can see that this is a bad guy and I would have killed him like for you as well. But they have to hold back because for their job, if they were to kill the bad guy, even though as much as they wanted to, they would have repercussions in their job. So it's teaching them you know, patience and self-value and saying that like, it's not worth hurting someone else just because of whatever the reason is. There's like a big massive picture and just paints a whole lot of purpose around how you see life. Also from that, like I was reading up and I was also researching, just having a look, kind of topics around what is the purpose of life. I probably from a Google's point of view, I probably sound like a depressed person, but it's like what what gives people purpose in life and why do people feel lost in life? And the biggest reasons that I found was really because your purpose is centered, like especially when your purpose is centered around one thing and if you lose that, you feel like you've lost everything and that's why people get to this point where they're like sad, they have, they feel like they've got nothing left and that's the reason. And the biggest driver for having a purpose in life is having motivation, having something to achieve for, something to strive for. And when you don't have that, that's when you feel quite lost. That self-worth. When, you, when you're missing that or you lose that because of something that goes wrong, that can be such a demotivator. Mm. And I think that's why it's important to acknowledge your achievements rather than looking at the end goal as your success. Like if you look at your achievements, where you've come, where you are now, and just truly be at peace with yourself, no matter what you've lost or what happens, what challenging times you've gone through, as long as you remember who you are for yourself and all the achievements, all the things that you've learned, I think that's a bigger takeaway than you seeing or striving for something where that's an end goal. And if you don't achieve that, you'll feel disappointed. But if you're happy with yourself and acknowledging everything that you've done for yourself, you won't feel as lost if, even if you haven't achieved what you wanted to achieve. Like it all comes down to you being more happy like internally, so being happy with yourself rather than using external things to prove whether or not you're successful or happy. Like you shouldn't use external things for that. It should be working on your inner self. But I think the, the ultimate, I, I think the ultimate takeaway from, from this particular TV show really was the fact that everyone goes through these challenges, but at the same time, it's like, what do you do when you've hit a wall or rock bottom? And it's about the mindset of being able to reset and recalibrate and have a clear redirection and be okay to have the redirection to reach the next goal and set yourself to that next goal. And I think that's what life is all about. Like you said, it's about purpose. Mm. And when people lose the direction of purpose, that's when they hit rock bottom and that's when they start to give up, right? And that's why this TV show was such a big thing is because, well, it plays such a different variety of scenarios, which is relatable to everyone in some way and form, but challenging you to think, think of other perspectives 
or alternative perspectives when you're in that situation. Yeah. And then there was this quote from um, Stephen Hawking's. So he's a, I think he's a guy that has an autoimmune disease or something like that. But even for him, he's just like, no matter how hard a situation is, you just have to persevere. So it's just like for someone like that to still have such a positive mindset goes to show like it's just, it's all in your mind and it's all about perspectives and pushing yourself to get up even when you have hit rock bottom. Yeah. And to put in an analogy, it's like when you're playing sports, let's say you're, you're playing soccer and you've trained so hard, you, you're playing competition and when that day comes, you know how much time and the effort and everything that you've invested to perform in a, at a certain performance level to have the results that you didn't win or you didn't perform well, mm. right? That's going to make you feel like shit, right? You're going to feel rock bottom. You're going to feel like you're unaccomplished. But the fact that to have the right mindset to say, hey, yes, I fucked up or I failed or I didn't achieve what I wanted to achieve, even though I invested so much time, so much effort into this, it's about restarting again and, and looking at other ways to help improve. But do you think part of that disappointment that you feel is because of so much of that expectation or like social pressure that you actually think people might think of you a certain way because you've lost a game or whatever it is? Like most of it, if you were truly fine with what happened in that game, like that soccer game you're talking about, nothing that anyone else said would matter. Like if you truly were happy with your achievements. But if there is social pressure where you're like, oh, no, I won't have as many fans that are going to follow me or people won't support me, I might lose some deals, blah, blah, blah. You're thinking of social pressures at this point in time. Yeah, correct. And that's two sides of the story. There's one side where it's about social pressure where you are a, an icon to certain people, right? You represent that industry, i.e. soccer in this case. So, yes, you're going to have social pressures. You're going to have your fans, your loyal fans basically talk shit about you, say that you are fucking unworthy and stuff like that. But it's also about filtering that out and, like you said, understanding what you're happy with your achievements. Like you've achieved everything that you've achieved to get to that point before that game. So. You have invested so much time. You've, you've worked the hard yards. You've been in the trenches. You know what I mean? You've developed that name before that game. And yeah, for whatever reason it was, you, you failed. You, you didn't play as well for whatever circumstances that were. But at the end of the day, you've done all that you've could. You know what I mean? Those variables are things that you can't control. Yeah, and one of the things that I saw as well that I thought was a really good perspective was um, the reason why people panic when they feel like their life is ruined is because they what is it because they think about the changes that they have to face now so it's less of actually thinking that you have nothing left it's more like they're panicking now that they have to readjust but there's so many readjustments so many changes that they have to make and it's just not knowing where to go from here and that is why people get to that point yeah, and that's applicable to anything and everything, not just career, not just about fucking hobbies that you do, it's everything in life. And to put into perspective, for me, it's the same shit with career. Like I've spent the last fucking 10 years trying to figure out what I needed to do or what made me happy. What did I come out at the end of the day smiling, right? And yeah, there are things that you're going to figure out that makes you happy. 
or you feel accomplished or you, you've got a sense of purpose in life. And it's okay to take time sometimes. You know, some people take ages to figure that out, right? But it's about resetting and trying to figure out what that purpose is, is for you. Well, I think it's what's the new purpose because say, for example, like your case, it's, it's understandable. Like you, you've done this for 10 years and you don't know if you want to continue that career or whatever. But say that you've done that for 10 years. This is the one and only career the um, industry that you've always wanted to work in and you've lost that like your reputation's gone you've lost the potentials of working anywhere else and it's like where do I go from here so I think it's for these type of situations or similar it's like where is the new perspective where is your new direction that you need to go from here and that, I think that's what this statement was saying is that people feel lost in life or feel like their life is ruined is because they're afraid or they know that there's going to be a lot of changes that they need to make. And another uh, example is I was reading a relationship um, advice question where this particular couple, the male partner, basically shunned his, oh, I don't want to say shunned, but he, he went on hiding from his, his partner, basically stopped talking to her, um, just went cold, everything like that. At the end of the story, basically... The reason why he changed his personality was because he lost his job. Basically, he was made redundant and he felt like he was useless. He was, dis- he was disappointing his family. You know, he wasn't worthy enough because he wasn't able to keep his job for whatever reason it was. Yeah, whether- which is what I'm thinking. Like, is this just because there's so much social pressure? Because if you were truly happy about, not happy, but if you're truly okay with where you are in this point in time and knowing that you will be okay, and I think that person or your mindset will be in a better place than always worrying about what your parents are going to say, what your partner's going to say, what your friends are going to say. Like, there's so much social pressure, I think, these days. Yeah, because it's all about face, I guess, right? It's about uh, being able to openly say, yeah, I lost my job. Mm. But anyways, continue on your story. Well, anyways, long story short, this male partner's parents basically gave him so much shit and said, you're a useless piece of shit. Basically, it was downing on him because he lost his job, mm. right? And he felt, he felt bad that he basically was embarrassed. to like disappointed. He was disappointed. Yeah, he was, he was disappointed at the same time, but he was embarrassed to tell his, his partner that he lost his job. Mm. So like, like you were mentioning, it's that face, that social component where yeah. he was worried that people would just look down on him. Yeah, and I think sometimes at that point in time, it's just about you opening up. Like if that's your partner, your wife, or you know, life partner, you should be okay to open up to that person, at least one person, yeah. or even a friend if you couldn't open up to your partner. And how this is relatable to the TV show is the core message that the TV show was indicating is, yeah, we all go through bullshit in life, but it's about looking at alternative perspectives and finding your new purpose like you said to keep pushing and keep striving because that's about life life is all about journey and all about figuring yourself out all life is kind of like a big puzzle i would say like it's just comes with many different angles and like shapes and things and it's about finding what fits for you and if it changes then you have to find a new piece that fits that new change right correct yeah but We'll also come into just this part where what to do when you're feeling lost or having no direction. When you are feeling in those situ- situations and you're at your absolute lowest, 
you know, it's important to seek that help. Yeah, definitely the most important thing. And that's professional help, right? Well, I guess like, say for example, you lost lost everything, you have no money, you can't seek professional help. I think at least go and seek help from your friends or your family or someone. Or talk even, to someone about it, yeah. I think just talking, having a conversation sometimes can help you mentally too. Whether or not you're talking about the actual problem that you have, but just interaction. And I think the worst thing that you can do for yes, yourself is feeling helpless. Like where you just sit there and feel sorry for yourself and you feel like no one can help you. I think there is always going to be one person out there that can help you. Yeah. And I guess by talking is the first thing, but obviously choosing the right person to talk, I think is an is also an important thing because you can't just choose any random person. No, I'm you know just I mean? thinking it's someone who's legit rock bottom, has no one at all. Like just talking is better than holding it all in yourself. Yeah, that's a good point. But I think at the end of the day, that seeking professional help, professional help is very, very important. Yeah, because they have that profession for a reason. They know maybe some direction that you could try or something that you can do or help you uncover your true feelings. You may think that you're feeling a certain way, but it could be stemming from something else and they can help you with that. Yeah. This is something that I saw in an article as well, a recommendation, which we'll link in the description below, but it's just about... Now that you have nothing, like you're rock bottom, if you flip the perception, it means that you have no ties. So you have the freedom to change. You have the freedom to start from scratch and start something new, like legit find that new purpose. So I think that is really strong. Like, yes, I think one of the reasons why you feel lost is because you put everything and all your effort into one thing, which is not a bad thing. But because you put everything into that one thing, that was your all you saw. But now that you've lost that one thing that you're working towards, you've got nothing. But because you have nothing, that's not always a bad thing. It's seeing it as an opportunity to start a new thing or start again or whatever it is. You have no strings attached. And I think that one thing is your basket. So making sure you're spreading the basket and variety, diversify your mm. ranges so that if one does fail, then at least you know that you've got other things that can help yeah and one thing that brings back to one of the conversations we had in the past in one of the podcasts is just like for example our parents our parents spend all their 20 years or however many years looking after their kids and then that's all they saw that's all they did it's always school taking them to places extracurriculars and then once your kid grows up they're in their 20s going to uni maybe even moved into state and the parents feel completely lost. They've lost themselves. They haven't actually, they don't even know who they are now. So that's one example where you put all your hopes and dreams and everything into one basket. And now that it's gone, you feel a bit lost. So I think just making sure that you check in with yourself, even though you really want this one thing, say it's a job or you want to be a famous artist, whatever it is, check in with yourself and also do some things that you enjoy and you know you just don't lose yourself along the way yeah i know we spoke about this about parents the clear indicator with the parents situation was they were just they were just investing right in in one thing one basket yeah component and they never really thought about other things outside of what they were focusing on yeah like for example if they really like dancing but they thought to themselves they don't have time to go dancing but yeah 
there is always time you're just going to make it for yourself. And that that was just one example is how they invested so much time into one thing and didn't have like me time or self-development or, you know, thinking about themselves or allowing themselves to enjoy a bit of the things that they like to do. I think that's how it could get to that point. Yeah, and it's, a, it's actually an interesting thing because I uh, I had a conversation with uh, an old ex-colleague who is probably the same age as mum, my mum, so late 60s. And one of the things that this person mentioned was during his, I guess, early 20s, 30s, when he had his his kids, kids were predominantly their focus. So it's, it's all about supplying to the kids. Even if it was affecting their relationship as in the marriage, they would do everything they could to obviously not focus on their marriage. It was all about the kids. And it was such a uh, like a, such a strange thing to hear because you think, oh, yeah, you, your kids is your priority. Of, of course, their future is, is essentially number one. But to hinder and ignore your relationship or your own feelings, your own feelings, your mentality, your uh, not your mentality, but your mental like state and in f- physical state for the kids was mind blowing from my perspective because it's just like you're willing to throw those things away or willing to let those things be damaged over time because the kids was such a big priority. Mm. And I made- can see it from both point of views, but I think you still need some level of self care and self awareness. Yeah. And it just made me think back about our conversations about our parents as immigrants too because they didn't know much as well. Yeah. While you're working towards something that you really want to strive for, just don't forget about yourself and check in with yourself and remember to do things that you love outside of the things that you're working towards. Like this thing that you're working towards, you may love it and you really want to put your whole heart into it. That's completely fine. But also do other things where it's actually taking care of yourself too. And then also count your blessings. Another one is let go of your prior expectations of what you thought your future would be. Because you're so ingrained. So your original purpose was to obviously strive and aim for that goal, right? The end goal. And now that's changed. So it's about being open and willingly challenge and change that, right? Yeah, it's just be ready for change and be open to change, I guess. And I think it's hard to change. Change is a massive thing. But being okay to change, I think that's the most important thing. And like you said before, life is like a puzzle. There's always going to be change. And I think if, we're, if you're more inclined to be open about it, then it's not going to affect you as much, as much as change is very difficult to comprehend to some yeah. degree. And I think what this statement is saying to let go of your prior expectations. So if you're, you've been working towards this one goal for so long and now you realize that it's not going to work or it can't work, you have to let that go. No matter how much you hold on to it, it's not going to do you any, it's not going to give you any more benefits as opposed to you letting go. Because if you already know that this isn't working and you're holding on to it, like what more can you do in this situation? So you have to let go of it and be ready to change. And do you think this is applicable to small things, to the big things in like life? Like what? Anything. Like an example. Do you think in your experience you've had to face a challenge where you had to change because your original purpose was different? Yeah, all the time. Like I feel like I'm always looking at like if something doesn't work, my next thought is, okay, what else can I try? I'm never going to be like, I'm going to like, yeah, there are some things where you have to continue to persevere and keep working towards it. But that's like if I can see that there's no more options, I'm going to be like, okay, let's try something else. 
I'll, I'll put it in a perspective of, say, for example, you have this recipe for baking a cake, and your perception is that you're going to make this great cake, right? But halfway through, you realize that you did it wrong, or halfway through, you realize your eggs expired, or whatever it is. Are you going to continue to bake this cake with an expired egg? Hell yeah! No, I'm joking. Don't Yum, do that. Sour, sour cake. It smells. Yeah, so it's like you gotta let that go. You gotta let go of that perception that you're gonna make a cake. Maybe now you can make a eggless brownie, whatever it is. Like it's just working with what you've got. Like either work with what you've got or see what other options you have. Right? Like you're yep. not gonna continue to push through when you know you've got a bad egg. It's being open to do a little bit of a modification. Yeah, change your magic. Change your magic. You change your magic. It's just like me being injured, right? Um, I know this is probably more on that smaller scale perspective, but like being like in the last three or four months, I've always been injured from some random thing. And your purpose has always been going to the gym, yeah. going to Muay Thai, whatever. Purpose has always been the same. Like I know what I could do or know what I'm done. That routine, that that regime, I know what I'm doing, right? But being injured, you're limited to those things. You can't do certain things as much as what you used to be able to do. You can't lift heavy, you can't yeah. do one rep max or whatever, then do hypertrophy, do high reps, yeah. lower weights. Yeah. So it's just like changing your perspective and being open to change. As much as it's fucking hard, even I'm struggling to to change to those. But yeah. You know, those are the things that you've just got to do. Yeah, like all these tips, obviously easier said than done, but it's just something to think about, I guess, as you're going through change Yeah, or experiencing these things. But I think another thing is also addressing the regrets, the guilt or the shame or whatever you're feeling. It's just addressing your feelings rather than just dwelling and sitting in it. Like think about it, accept it, and, you know, again, think about your next steps. There's a saying where first stage is denial, second stage is acceptance. When something happens, you're always in denial, right? Because you're not willing to accept the fact that something has gone wrong or something hasn't gone according to plan. Would so, you be in denial if the egg has gone off? <laughs> well, that's a different, that's a different um, yeah, analogy, that. right? But in a fact of something that's gone wrong, it's like, shit, I'm, in, I'm denying that it's has gone wrong, right? You don't want to accept the fact that it's gone wrong. So that's the first stage is you're in deny. And then second stage is accepting the fact that, okay, it's fucked up. Yeah. So let's move on. Well, we'll put it back into that perspective. You're a multi, multi-billionaire. You've been so su- successful the last 10 years. You've worked hard building this business. You did one mistake that, oh, something happened in your business where it just crashed and you had to close the whole business down i think in this context addressing your regrets or your guilt or shame or whatever you're feeling addressing it is more like because at this point in time you you're probably sitting there being i could have done this i shouldn't have done that like this could have happened blah blah and that's cool like it's good that you're thinking about these things and how you could have done better and addressing it and it's just like accepting that yeah i do regret doing this these are some things mistakes i have done or something i've overlooked i should have paid more attention here and there and just you know definitely thinking about it then you got to accept it and then now think about the next next move facing the the negatives too is important too because you need to see what went wrong you need to see what 
you know, particular action that you did that had a negative effect on you so that you can avoid doing that in the, in the, in the next purpose or the next um, endeavor that you're going forward with. All these things that happen in life are all lessons, which is something that um, in our episode with Alex, the life lessons one, is, you know, take on the mistakes and don't just be like, oh, that's not a life lesson. Like, think about it and be like, what happened here? What can I do better? And what could I do next? We kind of brings to this last point is trying to accept the changes with courage and grace and accepting it with courage is because you are taking out that courage to move on and take another step forward. And that takes courage to do that. Some people can't. That takes a lot of confidence, don't you think? Well, it's just taking a leap of faith, I guess, in a way as well. Not really confidence. Like you may not be confident, but it takes courage to be able to take that next step. And then as you get more comfortable, then you will become confident. Yeah. Yeah. So I think these points are like pretty helpful in terms of when you're feeling lost. But like all of these things, I think is a really big point that this drama tomorrow did bring across as well when they were talking about these people who really felt like they had nothing left in life and that's why we really enjoyed it and encourage many people if you love k-drama and if you love a good storyline this is a really good drama to watch and it's just so light-hearted away from what you would stereotypically think about death and afterlife yeah, and the grim reapers that, yeah like the grim reapers it's just it's a very good way and perspective to see a different way of life yeah it really did I guess open a, a different way of seeing that kind of morbid side of suicide and I guess that negativity. Yeah. And it's also yeah. it's also got some comedy in it, so it's very lighthearted for sure. Yeah. But it's definitely um a recommendation to watch. But there is a disclaimer, there is some triggering, I guess, scenes in there. So yeah. if you're sensitive to that, just consider that. But outside of all of that, it is a really good drama to watch. So just to sum up the five things that we found all our top picks that we thought were really useful in terms of what to do when you feel like you've lost your direction or you don't know where you're going in life is definitely one, talk to someone, seek help. Professional help if you can. If you have lost everything that you've hoped and dreamed of or worked towards, remember that change is not a bad thing. And if there's no ties, it means like a freedom of change. So the next one is to let go of any prior expectations of the future. If your expectations have changed or whatever has gone wrong, you need to be able to overcome that, oversee that and keep moving forward. Yeah, be open to change as well. Yeah. And then also address any regrets or guilt or shame or whatever you're feeling. Address it. Analyze it. Have a think about why you're feeling this way, what you could have done better, and just understand what you're feeling essentially. And that way it can help forward. Yeah. And try to accept these changes with courage and grace because it is important to acknowledge the bad but also acknowledge the upcoming changes that you need to make yeah and it takes courage to take the next step so as long as you're working towards the next thing you're already doing a big part for yourself yeah that's it for today do check out the korean k drama tomorrow i think it's definitely worth the watch 
Mm-hmm. I just love a good drama that changes a stereotypical perception of a certain thing, and this definitely did it, and it did it really well. So yeah, definitely check it out. But I think everyone faces challenges some point in time in their life, so I think it's just remembering that change is okay, change is scary, but that is fine, and always be open for change. Yeah, and. The most important part is please, if you are struggling, seek professional help. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or talk to a friend if you can't. Talk to a friend, talk to family, talk to someone. And let's all stay happy. And that's it. Goodbye. See ya. Thank you so much for joining us and tuning in to this episode. If you're loving this podcast, please hit the follow or subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening to. Ding, ding. It would mean the world to us if you could give us a star rating and feedback so we can continue to improve on bringing better content to you. Yeah, yeah. If you found this episode helpful in any way or you know someone who'd need this, please share it with them as we're all about helping each other out. Don't forget we love listening to your ideas too. So make sure you share any topics that you'd like us to cover or questions you might have to our Instagram with the handle Ask the Duo Podcast. Slide it into our DMs, baby. Pika pika. You can stay in the loop of all the behind the scenes or the release of our new episodes there too. All right, that's it for now. And we'll see you back here for our next episode. Bye. Bye.